0: All right. Good evening, everybody. We are live for another week of Release the Quackin'. Um, we're going to be talking about our week 12, how things went, and what's coming up on week 13, and have a chat with our guest today, Katie. So, also with Katie on the line today, we got Gene and Lonnie with us. How's everybody doing? Groovy. Doing great.
1: Yeah, it's Sunday, so it's always a great day.
0: Except it's long-run weekend Sunday, so th- those are little... <laughs> it's more recovery than not. <laughs> so... What play, what are you doing for Marathon Weekend, Katie, just so we can kind of fill everybody in so we we'll see where we are?
1: Definitely. It is Dopey number six for me. Wow.
0: Nice. That is unreal. Six in a row or has there been a gap in there?
1: Um, I did Goofy one year, so it's been actually eight consecutive Marathon Weekends, but six Dopeys, one Goofy, and then a 5K and 10K thrown in.
0: So, just goofy. It, it's, yeah, I was gonna say just goofy. <laughs> just a goofy. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah.
2: I, I just ran a half and a full,
0: you know, just, just a goofy. Right.
3: It's just something so I like you, to do some weekends.
0: Do you follow the Galloway training plan as well, or do you do a different plan?
1: Yeah, so I follow it loosely. I also run a lot of marathons <laughs> during the year. Um, so, actually, my next marathon is in two weeks. I'm running the Portland, Oregon marathon. So, Actually coming this weekend, I'm actually, you know, tapering for the next two weeks. Um, So this is where I don't follow the Galloway plan or really any plan as like, you know, rigidly just because I have other things going on at the same time. Um, So for me, I did the four mile walk yesterday and then I did a four mile run today. Um, So I didn't, it wasn't really long run Sunday for me, but long run Sunday will come for me in two weeks.
0: Right. So Jean, Lonnie, how did your first back-to-back weekend
3: go. How'd it go? Good. I wanted to tell you, Katie, that you do a lot of marathons. I eat a lot of marathon candy bars. So just, you know, that's <laughs> kind of how we have that to, you know, as a similarity. So, uh, no, no, for me, it, it went, um, well, yeah, you guys we've talked, but, uh, I did the, four, you know, I did my midweek runs. I did the four mile walk. Um, and then I went out Saturday and I've had some, you know, some, some little nagging health issues. And so my goal was just to get it finished and so i ran about the first half i did a lot of walk in the second half but i finished and i finished in under balloon lady time so i'm happy
0: yep yeah how about
2: you yeah. you know for me it was um so i traveled all week uh like gene i had some health issues i had a a uh muscle spasms in my neck right so that kind of slowed me down i ended up still doing my midweek runs i did one and it kind of set me back, right? So mm-hmm. still was able to, you know, went to the chiropractor. She aligned me, did a lot of you know, snapping here, popping there, and next. So she said, You should be good to go to run. Uh, just you need to see me every two weeks, you know, moving forward until till dope. And usually I do that anyway, right? I start right when you start the mileage, starts to ramp up. I start seeing her. So uh the 13 miles, I just took it slow, uh, but knocked it out, did it at uh I think i think it was like maybe 13 minute miles so i went extra slow i did a one minute run to 30 second walk interval and uh it just worked out and that's good
0: stuff yeah and katie you said you did four and then four walk four run is that right
1: exactly yeah just because i am tapering um for a marathon in two weeks um so i just kind of came up with those miles though i Sometimes loosely also follow um, the marathon plan that Nike Running Club puts out. Um, that's just one I found that I like really well. And so I usually like blend the Galloway and the Nike plan together um, and just kind of use it on rotation throughout the year um, just cause I usually have like two or three marathons throughout the year. Um, so that just more or less works for me.
0: My so. running this week was um, walking. I started, if you remember, I'm out for about another 30 days or so. Um, So we walked starting Thursday, just a mile a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll probably try to continue that through Thursday or through Tuesday of next week. And then we'll see if we can ramp it up to two miles a day, just slow and steady pace, just trying to get some time on my feet. We'll see how that goes. And hopefully by the time I get full release here in about another 30 days, we'll be able to jump back into training and see how far we get. So that's where mine's sitting for the week. So
2: um that's pretty good though jeff i mean to say that you you know battling through and still getting walks in man that's impressive
0: for sure for sure definitely came a long way in a few days so Mm -hmm. we'll definitely take it so katie you say you run a lot of marathons what's what's the reasoning behind this i mean marathons in general are kind of crazy why do you do a lot of them
1: um yeah so i mean my first marathon was my first dopey so i think you know any singular marathon is by default easier just because it's less mileage (laughs) Um, you know only a true dopey can say something like that um but i also am in the marathon maniacs club so so i guess i'm also a maniac you know just check off every single word you want to use to describe me apparently um but i also the goal of running a marathon in all 50 states. Um, so that's really the reason. Um, so I'm only eight states in, although Oregon will be number nine. Um, obviously COVID you know, everything the last few years kind of put me back a few years. Um, so I mean, but that is how it is for everybody. Um, I don't really have like an end, you know, date in mind or race or anything It's just, you know, two to three marathons a year, whatever, you know, schedules allow finances, et cetera. Um, I've just grown to really love it. Um, I do dopey every year or goofy, you know, if I can't do dopey just because, you know, (laughs) run Disney is where it all started for me. Um, And there is something, despite all of the marathons I have done and likely will do as much as my body allows me to do, um, Disney is always my favorite. And so I can't imagine not doing Disney at any point
0: do you have a goal race in each state kind of already picked out that you strive for, or is it just kind of whatever comes up in the timeframe you're looking at that opens?
1: Yeah. So in some States, yes, for the most part, a lot of places that like I've always wanted to go to tends to, you know, come up. So I've always wanted to go to Portland, Oregon, just one of those places never been to always wanted to go to. So most of those major cities have some sort of marathon. So that kind of worked out. Um, I wanted to go to Chicago, I've done the Chicago Marathon actually a few times. So that was a lot of it is like checking off the list of places I just wanna go to. So like I did the Los Angeles Marathon also for that same reason. Um, and then there are some really well-known marathons basically in every state. I think some of the smaller states are obviously a little bit more difficult just because there isn't as much land you know, to cover. So there's just fewer options. Um, I think for me looking ahead too, I also look at a lot of the time limits um, since Disney is very generous. Um, most races really aren't. (laughs) Um, and so actually I did the little rock marathon in March. So hung out with Lonnie for quite some time on that course. Um, and that race, especially if you do the early start has an eight hour pace requirement. Um, so that's even more generous than Disney has. Um, so that's a fantastic option. But actually, I think a lot of races have more of a six hour limit, if not less than that. And so I like the 630 time frame, if not more generous than that. Um, so especially some of the smaller states, the only marathons they offer are six hours. So I need to get myself a little bit faster in order to do some of those states. So stay tuned for that.
0: Do you have one as kind of like a bucket list that this is the one I'm going to end on? Or is it just kind of going to vary a little bit as you go?
1: Yeah. I mean, some of the scheduling related, I think the Honolulu marathon just ending in Hawaii would be really cool just because Hawaii, um, or maybe Anchorage in Alaska, again, Alaska. Um, but like I said, a lot of it is also really scheduling based. I also have a very unique job in that I live and work on a college campus. So even though I graduated, you know, several years ago, I am currently in a residence hall in my apartment. I'm required to live on campus in my is in the building that I oversee. I have 500 freshmen scattered throughout this building right now. Um, so the heavy like move in times, move out times, you know, in August and May finals, et cetera, I have to be here. And that kind of limits some of the races that I can do during those times. So yeah, I have to navigate some scheduling stuff too.
0: I do not envy your job. Um, oh, I have <laughs>
1: stories, but I definitely can't say any of them on here. Um, but <laughs> all the stories you can imagine and more.
3: Okay. Katie, I, 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 maybe the other guys know this. What state are you in?
1: Yes, I'm in Maryland, so I'm at the University okay. of Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Fear the turtle.
1: Exactly. Fear the turtle. Yeah, although I was really questioning how we did last night in football. We won. I wasn't sure that we deserved to win, but we won. So credit where credit is due.
0: That's right. I'll root for true. Maryland when they're not playing Ohio State. I'm, I'm good there.
1: I mean, Ohio State always is going to beat us regardless, so. <laughs> <laughs> I went well, to UCF for grad school, though, so down in Orlando. So I actually kind of root for UCF's football team more than Maryland just because I was at UCF when they were undefeated and, like, national champions, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. so I tend to root for UCF more than UMD, um, but I also overlook the football stadium. It's literally right outside my apartment window it's right really now. Brilliant. So I can hear the games even if I'm not watching the game. So yeah. I know what happens, you know, five seconds before it's on the screen.
0: Yeah, that's cool. yeah, So you said <laughs> Nopi was your first marathon. Why did you decide to do this to begin with? Why do you fly south for the last six years to run at Disney with 20,000 of your closest friends and family?
1: That is the weighted question. Um, so... There is a very large backstory. Um, The short of it is also my birthday, always overlaps marathon weekend. And so pre me running, I was down there almost every year um, for several years, overlapping marathon weekend just to celebrate my birthday. And I was the only one literally without some sort of race medal around my neck. And people would come up and ask me, oh, what race are you doing? Oh, none of them, and then they was kind of look at me weird, and then <laughs> so I was already like not a part of a club that clearly I was supposed to be a part of because people just assumed I was a part of it. Um, so there was some like you know social pressure on that front. So I'm sure that could be a case study for some psychiatrist or psychologist somewhere. Um, so that's where it also really started was just like some of the exposure to it. Um, but I also started running largely just because I started running on campus when I was here in undergrad. Um, I attended UMD for undergrad as well, just because all my friends were doing it. And so my one friend just returned from this college program, you know, down in Disney. And so he also did a lot of the Disney races while down there. So he kind of introduced me to all of it. Um, and so I got into running initially when a 5k was my bucket list. Like I have to run a 5k at some point in my life. So I ran a local one first and then did the disney one um marathon weekend of 2014 and that was also the year of the first dopey, and so everyone was always like oh is it even possible for people to run dopey all of that um because nobody had technically done it yet um and you know sure enough it's possible because it still exists today um and so i kind of also like the idea of okay i can do a 5k let me do a 10k which i was able to build up more locally um so then in 2015 i did the 5k 10k and then actually the inaugural castaway challenge so that really set me up for the idea of a challenge first of all just because i was doing multiple races not a real challenge in rent disney terms but just a challenge in general um and then did my first half marathon princess half a month later and so from that point forward, I'm still an undergrad at this point. And so I have more time you know, to run, to train. Um, I had a lot of disposable income. Truthfully, I worked a lot on campus. And so not knowing where I was going to land for grad school or professionally, I was like, well, I have the time to train now. Who knows what my life is going to be? So let me run my first marathon in Disney while I'm still an undergrad. And, you know, registration day happened. You know, there's all the stress about getting in and whatnot. Um, and so I was just like, you know, F it. I'm gonna do the Dopey. So it was literally a registration day decision, go bake or go home. Um, questioned a lot of my life, you know, for the next several months. Um to prepare, actually, what I did was I had signed up to do the Wine and Dine half in November and then to fly out to California to do the Avengers weekend as well. So I was literally doing like two half marathons a week apart, those respective challenges to like make my own, you know, mock Um, And then that was the year the Wine and Dine half got cut in half. So it wasn't quite splash and dash, but it was just the half of the half. So my, again, fake challenge, if you will, didn't even really happen. Um, when I get to dopey um and so i don't i don't know if there was one per moment but i think the fact that all that year literally all four days the weather could not have been more different compared to each of those days there was one you know super frigid day there was one day it was pouring there was one day where it was probably ideal weather and then of course the marathon day is the hottest day because that's how it always works Mm-hmm. um and so but I could do all four races and it was also that feeling of once I got to the finish line I was like not that I want to go further but I could if I like absolutely had to and so that was a good sign to me that I was like oh well again this was a once in a lifetime thing so who knows what's gonna happen and then we all know what happened when I went on registration day for 2017, I signed up because, you know, peer pressure, which is a theme throughout my life, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on, you know. (laughs) um, So, and then I think 2017 rolled around. And so that was the year of the canceled half. But I think we talk about that race a lot. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think that was very memorable for me, was just, I think that's actually my favorite race of all time was the canceled half. Um, So I ran it Pop Century Art of Animation. um, So that was like the place to be, truthfully, for that race. This was also my pre-lizard days. And so before I was a lizard, I was actually a Dalmatian. So there was a group of 101 of us that dressed up as Dalmatians um, for the 5K that year. Uh, which was the most fantastic group costume there was somebody who was Cruella we tried to get Horace and Jasper but that kind of fell through so we were 101 Dalmatians plus Cruella Um, Run Disney actually like took us to the start line ahead of time and we got a whole group photo with the start line Um, we were in all of you know Run Disney promo materials you know we made actually local news because some news stations picked up picked us up So it's fantastic. Um, And so I think that was actually where I got more, like I found a group of run Disney running friends. And so then I started following those people to races across the country. And so that was where I got the 50 state kind of, you know, goal in mind. Um, And then these were also people that for the most part were doing Dopey every year too. Um, So then I kind of followed them back to 2018. And then that was around the time I found the lizard group just separately. And so now it's just like every year I meet more people um, and I get to, you know, family reunion. Um, And so, like I said earlier, I can't imagine not doing this now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Katie is funny. I um, so Katie and I hung out in Little Rock for uh, the marathon. uh, And then well, we did actually the day before, too, we did a challenge. Right. So and then uh, for the springtime surprise, I crashed her uh, Trader Joe's. Uh, reservation, uh, she allowed Trader me to do Sam, that. F-Y-F. Trader Sam's, yeah, Trader Sam's, uh, Joe Sam's. You know, it's you when know, uh, I was drinking. I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> but so you've ran other Disney races. You mentioned Princess Springtime Surprise. Uh, you mentioned Avengers. Uh, out in California. I know you're probably excited that those races are coming back. Oh, I Uh, did not
1: stop screaming for about three hours when that announcement. I also wasn't expecting that announcement too. Like I think everything else I more or less expected, but that one was just out of nowhere for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think my heart rate is still up from that. So
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think that that may be the hardest race to register for when it opens up. Um, yeah, now,
1: we're not thinking that far. We're just thinking about, like, <laughs> we're not thinking about registration because yeah, I already have anxiety, but like that's just going to be so much worse in that day, I'm sure. That's a
0: charity bib here.
2: Yeah. Now, did you try to do the Avengers the Strip? Um, th- there was a challenge at one time when you ran Avengers and that yeah. same day you drove over to, to Las Vegas and ran another half that night?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to try that. that. Um, I was actually out there in California with family and so... Uh-huh family out there as well so logistically it would not have worked out i've separately done that vegas half though and when i was doing the vegas half i always wondered what it would have been like to do that drive um but i guess that part wasn't meant to be yeah
2: well it may come when it comes back for the lions that might be a good time to, to try and do it i think i might try to do it if i convince Gina to do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they also haven't said like when the races are actually going to happen mm-hmm. um, if I were to guess I actually would think they probably bring back the, like, the classic Disneyland half first just because mm-hmm. classic which if I remember correctly was actually closer to Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if they would pick that time again because that's already a busy travel time I don't know if they necessarily need race traffic at that point um, so we'll see
2: we'll see he did say races so I'm thinking hopefully multiple go back to, you know, four, it was at one point, but four there, four here.
1: More or less, well, yeah. Well, but well, you well, could well. also interpret races to be a 5K, 10K and a half on one weekend. So I,
2: yeah, Don't blow my high, Katie. I'm just happy
1: right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I try to be realistic because you never really know.
0: Yeah, you, you really never know. You never know. So you're pretty much a seasoned vet with this. So what is some sort of advice you would give some of the newcomers who have never ran a marathon at Disney, never ran dopey, They're hitting their long runs. They just completed their first back-to-backs if they're falling to Galloway. Mentally, they're kind of hitting a rough time. What advice would you give to somebody who's just kind of starting to tackle this?
1: yeah, so actually, I was interviewed during one of the races, you know, beforehand, like usually like Riley and a few others come around and like put people on the big screen. Um, so Riley picked me to interview me I think 2019s marathon and asked me that same question um in front of the entire race. you know, pressure was still on or not in that moment. um so the same thing that I said back then is still too is still true today. um and so essentially, which sounds weird at first but then makes sense as i as i explain it um I don't take it as seriously as I think I did in my first couple. And so I think there's still some things in terms of training, making sure that you do have your base so that way you're not just starting from like zero to 48.6. So like get some base under, um, but don't get, you know, I feel like getting caught up in the numbers and the paces and that sort of thing is again, as somebody with anxiety is the most number one way to like trigger that in somebody that might not even have anxiety. <laughs> um and i apologize for my cat behind me who's doing whatever he is doing behind me i um, destroying whatever yeah they're destroying something yeah it's all good um so yeah, um, but it's really not taking yourself as seriously in terms of making sure that you have a base, but it's all about the experience. And so I think another thing I look for in Disney races, but also not Disney races, are the races that provide a real experience. So because, you know, if this is your first race, depending what happens in the future in your life, you may, you may or may not be able to do this again. So if this is your true once in a lifetime experience make it an experience yeah. so don't get caught up mentally or physically in your pace or you know just get you know you might just need to focus on getting to the finish line but you know if stopping for characters is an option for you do that take in the surroundings you know I don't know if riding Everest is really an option during the race anymore it used to be it was a good time
3: mm-hmm. um, nice.
1: but you know just having um looking for the fun in it um because 26.2 miles or any race distance sometimes just isn't fun, just distance alone. Um, but really focusing on the experience that you're going to have, um, and not stressing yourself out on those little details. Cause reality is if you have the base, at least you're going to be fine. And even if you don't have the base, you're probably still going to be fine. just might hurt more later. So reality is like, you're going to be fine. Um, but don't get, just basically just don't stress yourself out. Cause I think Any marathon is much more the mental battle, less so the physical battle. At least, Jeff, you hearing this? I hear it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so focus on the experience, if nothing less, like, you know, even if something happens where, like, you really can't even cross the start line, because sometimes things do come up on that respect. If you're still able to travel down there, like, you still can see your friends, what have you, have that part of the experience. I was just talking to one of my friends a few weeks ago that, for various medical reasons, will likely not be able to participate in any of the races in January and she's probably going to volunteer instead to you know meddle at the finish line or help out at a water station so that way you know it's not the same but it's still like having the experience um and so i'm also a big like memory person and so if that's your first time volunteering that's going to be memorable perhaps even more so if you've done so many of these races that you lose track of some of them like i might sorry not sorry um so yeah so i really think a lot of it's the experience like letting, you know, giving yourself some grace or really a lot of grace as it relates to, I guess, the math behind everything, because I hate math as it is. Um, but you know, the numbers and everything, take some of that stress away from yourself and just focus on the experience of it all.
0: That's some
2: great advice.
1: It really is. Absolutely.
0: So we had our first back to back this weekend, guys, for those who are doing that. What struggles, what things are you looking to change here coming in for our next back-to-backs what do you what did you learn on this one that you're going to carry forward for the rest is there anything that stood out
3: yeah for me um we talked about this on our group chat but you know my 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 health problem is uh, some kidney stuff and i don't think i hydrated um well enough going into the race i mean going into the run my, my long run and um i did during uh and after but i in the days leading up to it no no i didn't it wasn't it i talked i thought about it i talked about it but i didn't i didn't actually do it it's not something i've ever really done uh, Is concentrate on that hydration it's something i'm trying to do different and um so that's what i'm gonna for sure do different yeah you know
2: there's a sweet spot for I me and it's usually around this time when i start to play around with certain things usually i didn't do well this week because i was like you know what the night before the, the, the long run, I was like, I don't have any anything to fuel. I had to walk around the house and look for stuff and found a couple of, um you know, honey stinger waffles. I was like, oh, okay, I got three of them. I'll just have a, you know, peanut butter sandwich or something before I run and go from there. uh So my takeaway is I need to get serious again, right? um Muscle spasms, that doesn't usually bother me. I am happy, though, that my knee held out. I had no knee issues yeah. at this time. That's usually when I get again. to over 10 miles, my knee starts to get, you know, mm-hmm messes up a little bit. I had none of that. Um, so that's a a good sign for me that, you know, my chiropractor is doing some good things. So, um, I mean, you know, as we get further into the mileage, start going every week instead of every other week. Um, and just once I get these little nagging things worked out, I think I'll be good, but start to to actually take nutrition, uh, seriously. And I didn't, I like Gene. I didn't hydrate either. Right. I mean, I traveled all week. So, you know, you're in meetings and you're doing this and that. I didn't, I'm, I didn't drink like I was supposed to. So well, I, I, I drank, but not what I was too to. That's well, a difference. so you, That's a see difference. you see Rick's
3: comment there. He says, don't blow it out on a thirsty Thursday, 5K before a long run weekend. That's exactly. It's right. Hydration is
0: important several days heading into it. If you're yeah. just doing it the day of or the day before, you're probably already too late. And once you notice you're starting to dehydrate, you're way too late. You, you can't catch up. So right. once you've hit that point, you're, you're done. So you're right. it's definitely something you need to build up heading into mm-hmm. the long runs, not just the day before or a couple of days before. Mm-hmm. So for sure. And what about you,
2: Katie? Because you keep a good base because you're a right? Uh consistently. So what about you? Any any key takeaways?
1: Um yeah, so my key takeaway, I don't know if this is necessarily something you would expect from this weekend, but like I said, I do live on a college campus. It was a college football game. Um, so it's only our second home game for the season. And so it's a struggle sometimes going out of these doors during game nights or game days In this situation. Mm. It was a game night. Our game was seven 30. I went out. I usually prefer morning runs just personally. Um, so, but i got out a little bit later. It was more like 9am yesterday and people were already tailgating, um, for a seven 30 game. And like I said, like, ain't fill in the blank any other like Big 10 school and they're going to beat Maryland minus maybe Rutgers and so i mean we are playing SMU which isn't a, game, a school we ever really played before so i was questioning i had to dodge you know some things um so <laughs> maybe just skipping the runs on game days i think i need to remind myself that some of the unique challenges of my living situation um But the other thing, actually, um, I guess the more real thing is that I actually I think maybe this is the multi dopey person in me, but um, I really prefer actually multiple run days in a row. I find that as I'm building up multiple days in a row, I just like feel stronger or something of that note. And I actually just realized that I was under the impression that there was a 5K or a 10K the day before the marathon in two weeks. Because normally, even like Lonnie said, in Little Rock, I always tend to do those like two day challenges or something. And there isn't, which I could have sworn I registered for something. And I don't think I did, considering I have no documentation of it. There's no existence of it on its website. So I'm just doing a standalone marathon which I have not done since pre-pandemic. I don't know what it's like to only run one single race without something else before or after it. (laughs) Um, So I might actually have to do just like, you know, a shakeout run the day before, just because I'm so used to doing that. Um, So I'll have to like, I've never been out there. So I just have to get the lay of the land once I'm out there. Um, But yeah, so basically long and short of it, avoid tailgaters and go for a shakeout run in Portland.
3: Shakeout run. I like that term. That's good.
2: Not right. now, now are you coming back to Little Rock for next year?
1: I am not. Um, um I mean, actually they released the medal like last week and yeah. I actually didn't like it as much. I actually really liked this year. I think I liked this year because it represented like all 20 past years yes. of medals, mm-hmm. so it was just cool to have that. I actually I I just didn't like this one as much.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a lot different, and like you, I love the 20. Um I think I'm gonna do it just because I'm I'm, you know, I'm home. It's here, right? So I might as well just go out there and run. Um, I'll do better this time. I'll probably train for it. I did not train for that one. I just, you know, I ran dopey, didn't run at all, and then I, you know, they called me like the week before and said, "Hey, you know, we still have a, you know, a registration for you because you I didn't run when it initially was in November of the previous year because they moved because of the, the the great unpleasantness. So I ran it, but I think this time I'm just gonna actually train for it uh, and run it. So. so smart, so smart. I mean, you know
1: the backstory of Lonnie and I during this race was that we were together actually for I think the first half of it give or take um mm-hmm. the, I don't really like hanging out with the pacers too much I think going back to I get some distressed out of like trying to stay with somebody that I may or may mm-hmm. not want to stay with um, mm-hmm. but I was hanging out with Lonnie more directly who was also the one hanging out with the pacer so I actually probably hung out with the pacer more than I ever did before shout out to Lonnie um but then eventually like they did get ahead of me and i wasn't really going to catch up at that point but i think their pace ended up their pace group ended up i think five seven minutes ahead of the predict the head of the goal pace time and then i cross at that exact time um so in the end maybe i should have been the pacer because if the goal was to be exact then that's what i was doing um, so you got ahead, okay. which I mean, yeah, you finished before me, but I was the one that finished on time. So. you know what
2: you did finish on time, and, and it's it's crazy. I, I didn't realize the pacer told me um uh, that if you finish too early, you get in trouble, you get fired. And if you finish too late, you know. So at one point they stopped and told us, Okay, y'all have to finish running and we're just gonna have to stay here because we're gonna get fired. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, so and we started what maybe 35 people in our group. Um and I think it was just me and this guy finished, you know, and he was wow. a perfect, uh, he, he ran all 20 years. So, uh, you know, it's, it was, it was, a. It was a fun little race though. It was, it was, yeah, it's I don't
1: a- think I could do the stress of a pacer because for that reason you're usually supposed to be very close to exact. And mm-hmm. anything can happen to throw you off for that. And so I just don't think I could take that stress. Marathons are stressful by itself, but I don't like additional stress.
2: Yeah. That that yeah. was some stress. I asked them, I said, why are we leaving these people? We're like ahead of time. And they're like, Oh, we just we just gotta build up some time. I I'm like, Well, that's not too cool, but okay. <laughs> not <how> I <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know.
3: So yeah. Hey, Katie, uh, I'm curious. You said uh, three marath- marathons or so a year. So is that in addition to Dopey or is that, uh, you know, Dopey plus one yeah, or two? So
1: it does change per year. Um, so this year I'll be at four, including Dopey. So start the year with Dopey, Little Rock in March, um, Oregon in October, and then Rehoboth Beach, Delaware in December. And then we start the year with Dopey again.
3: Just because I was trying to, you know, I'm not a math whiz like, like Jeff might be, you know, that's what Jeff Jeff does, does numbers for his job. But I was just trying to think if I were you and I was trying to get all 50 states, you know, marathons in all 50 states, how long it would take. And, uh, you know, I, I figured around 14 years if you're doing three a year. So Yeah, and
1: that's where people ask me, like, what's my end date in mind? And I don't have that. I think, honestly, largely because of the pandemic, um, I was slated to do five marathons in 2020, um, just to be my first year doing five. And then, of course, that didn't happen, And I'm just not quite back up to that yet. Um, so even Little Rock doing it this year, I had initially planned on doing it the year before. Um, so I'm still, in some ways, still catching up from two and a half years off. So yeah. I also like
3: what you had to say about not getting so um, upset about the numbers and and, and just getting you know the, the anxiety around it. Um, it just I, I'm at a point in my life where the pace is not nearly as important to me um, if I if I if, if if I don't run it at the pace, you know, it, the pace or if I don't even run it like this last week. It was more important for me to finish it and to get the mileage in because I feel like I have people counting on me uh, rather than finish it and feel really, really bad. And so that's kind of that's the kind of way I, I'm doing things moving forward. And, and, and I, so I just really appreciate you. You haven't said that it makes yeah. me feel a little bit better about the way I'm doing things. <laughs> especially,
1: also, yeah, it's
3: especially, especially at a Disney race. I mean, I
2: don't think yeah, you would go sure. to a Disney race, pay all that to hair up and finish. But like I said, a PR. And I'm look.
1: But people sure,
2: do some people crazy. may, may, may want to do it, but for me, I want to take it all in. Yeah, right? sure. I want to I want to finish with a margarita or something. I wanna, you know, I wanna um, I have finished and I think Gene and I well no Gene and run this race, but I finished like literally at one time I have a picture. I was with the balloon ladies when we crossed. You know, that was the goal. I said, I'm just gonna finish with them. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so so Katie, what other races, Disney races, are you running this year for the race season?
1: I'm doing wine and dine. Um, so the challenge it was actually, so that was actually a Christmas gift for my mom that I gifted her last Christmas for this year. Um, Cause she's always wanted to do the food and wine festival. She's done Disney 5K before, um, but she's talked about wanting to do a 10K. So I registered her for the 10K. It was great. And then, you know, two weeks later, I get a New York City marathon acceptance email, which that lottery is so incredibly hard to get into. Um, So, of course, I deferred New York City to next year. Um, New York City allows like a one year deferral. You just kind of eat the cost of registration for one year, which is fine because either way, I would have had to eat the cost of some registration um but i've tried to get into new york city for six years in a row and it wasn't until i sign up for a race the same weekend that i get in so you know love those odds that's some life karma coming back at me at some point (laughs) um but yeah so i'm doing diamond dine challenge um this year um you know dopey i'm not signed up for anything else disney wise um just because princess i actually haven't done since i did my first um princess half um springtime surprise i love pixar loved Toy story but i have a feeling that 10 mile is going to be nearly identical to the tower of terror 10 miler because we already mm-hmm. had so much through toy story land that i feel like it's going to be the same race just mm-hmm. with toy story on the shirt instead um so i don't know that i need to go out of my way for it um because it's probably going to be the same exact race
2: yeah yeah, I, I decided not to register it for it either, uh, but I really did enjoy the Tower of Terror ten miler. That course, and then it was just—it was perfect. You run it through Star Wars Land. I said, "Why?" Well, you know how I feel about that. I'm like, it's great to run through Star Wars Land, or you know, by two. But we didn't run through it at all when we did the Star Wars races. So it's the—but it was a—it was a great course. Loved the Hollywood Studio portion of it. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and I think they did get a lot of really good feedback on it, too. So, again, why I'm not terribly surprised mm-hmm. they're going to bring back the same course, which, like you said, fantastic, great. Um, but given that it's later into the month, so it's just going to be that much hotter, that much more humid. I think it's close to the Easter travel week as well, mm-hmm. so it's cost-wise is a lot more expensive. Um, so, yeah, so I'm probably going to sit out that weekend.
0: Yeah. All right, Lonnie, so we know Katie's in taper. So she's Mm -hmm. just kind of doing her own little thing. What does all the rest of us commoners have on their schedule for next week?
2: Well, for us common folk, the salt of the earth, uh, it's week 13, right? So we have a, uh, if you're doing dopey, we have our standard uh, Tuesday and Thursday, 45 minute runs followed by a three mile run on Saturday. And if you're doing the marathon or or goofy, uh, the Tuesday and Thursday are 30 minute runs followed by the three miles on Saturday. So it's an easy week, good week to recover some right um and uh get ready for week 14. grassroots
0: Grassroot run mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely gonna feel good for you guys after the back-to-back and what you guys did last week so yeah well, anybody have anything else to add tonight before we hop off here for the evening no, I just,
2: stuff, yeah man. i just want to thank katie for taking time to join us tonight and sharing her insights i you know i didn't even know you're on the big screen there so we had a celebrity here um joining us tonight so that's that's awesome Right. That's awesome. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Of course. Anytime. Mm
2: -hmm, Thank
0: you. On behalf of everybody else, the guys on the screen here and the ones who couldn't make it, um, good luck with your training. Remember to drink lots of water heading into your race and always remember that Ford is a pace, everybody. Have a great night. Bye, everybody.
2: Look, Gene's hydrating already. Good job, Gene. Good
0: job.